Blog Talk Radio. And hello, hello, all of you, wherever you are in the world. This is Helena Steiner Holstein speaking to you yet again. And this time is just before Christmas. And this has been such a crazy year. You know, it started off very badly with one country attacking another. And we have lived with that all through the year, being so engaged in what's going on of the negative. But Christmas, now wherever we are, please make it a time to enjoy. And there might be someone out there, oh, I don't believe in Christmas, you know. And I say, well, skip that, zip that up. I start to believing in something of the good. You will have much, much more fun believing in something happy and good and joyous where you can kind of share good things with everyone else. And someone would say, oh, I don't believe in religion. And I said, this has nothing to do with religion. Well, yes, originally, yes. But no. This is what you turn it into being. Yes. Christmas is you and your feeling about it. And that is what it's all about. Do you get my newsletter, by the way? I sent out what I felt the nice newsletter, and those were Gmail addresses. You are getting that in your promotions file, so you might not even read it. It didn't come in the usual, you know, of the mail, uh, of the main mail, uh, mails. So look for it in your promotional files if you have Gmail. And I don't know why that happened, but maybe I wrote something that, yes, I think I said, oh, my newsletter was for free, which it is, of course. <laughs> but sometimes... Gmail doesn't like those things, and they feel, oh, it's a promotional thing. So I would be better, you know, off next time not using those words. So what do we do during this time of the year? We uh, take our time. And I like to celebrate just about every day. I've gone to several social functions and gatherings and little parties during this time. And I've loved doing that. But then I actually have loved being by myself and just enjoying Christmas music and lighting candles. I have candles now, but those are the candles that people are gifted me with, you know, candles in, 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 in a container, in a jar. And they smell so nice. And I have here with me right now. So I have this kind of little Christmas ambiance around me. And that is what it is. Even here in Florida, where I live, and I've lived for a long, long, long time, we have, you know, more darkness. It, the days are shorter here as well. And it's a little cooler in the air as well. But, you know, it's not a bad at all. And I would say, I have never seen as many Christmas decorations as I've seen in Miami. It seems that people are going all the way out. 
Well, they know it's not going to snow on the decorations, so they're not going to come to much harm. It's not raining much either. It's, we don't see much rain in Florida, basically. We don't, unfortunately. We need more of it. Maybe we need more of it in many places, but it seems now the world it is, it gives more rain in some places, too much of it, and too little in other places. And maybe this is a kind of imbalance that we have created for ourselves here. But see if you can find some kind of inner balance within you and reinvent yourself one way or the other. Because Christmas, or if you celebrate another holiday because of your tradition. So I just say Christmas because that's the closest to me. But if you have another holiday that's closer to you, use that. Replace the word. But it's very much in your mind. It's like a tradition that you grew up with. It is a tradition that you grew up with. It's in your mind and it's in your heart. And it's in your memories. I remember Christmas very much because of the food and the drinks, you know, because in Sweden you have this hot wine drink. And of course, if you're grown up, you put something even stronger in that hot wine drink. And it has all the spices. And, you know, as kids, we were given that. And has the nuts and the raisins and, you know, all kinds of little goodies in, in that particular drink. So um, I make it now today also, but I can make it just without any alcohol. The cranberry juice that you buy in the store and put the st- all those spices in there, that's good enough. But think peace, peace around you and create that feeling of peace and let that feeling of peace kind of establish yourself it's like you now start to reinvent yourself and throw out all those old blockages that have popped up during this past year. And there's one thing that I must say. If you see something is wrong around you, people do wrong. They say, you know, totally the wrong things. And they don't kind of have any squirms about it. They just keep on saying the wrong things because this is what they have been programmed to say or to think by their surroundings. But if you see those things, start to somehow protest against it. Not big time, but say, well, should we think and do things a little differently? Because when you say nothing, you you basically just agree to everything. You make things worse. So you have to stand up for the good one way or the other. And sometimes it only takes a little word. Because so many people don't dare think in a different way. But if someone starts to say, well, you know, this is not right or this is not a good idea, listen. I do that, you know. I say things. (laughs) Maybe they don't dare say anything against me because it's me talking. 
But let's stand up for certain things. And I notice I don't get objections. So maybe it sinks in there somewhere. And again, when people don't object, it means they agree. So that is what you should take with you throughout the year and maybe start a new thing with you. Have you noticed on Christmas morning how still it is in the air? I noticed that in big cities even, and I've celebrated Christmas morning in many big cities, like in London and Paris and Hamburg and, of course, Stockholm. Trying to think, was that in New York? Well, maybe not for Christmas. I've been in Baltimore, <laughs> in Maryland for Christmas. And yes, it was much, much stiller in the air. And Miami. Miami has been so still somehow, so quiet on Christmas morning. And that's a big and buzzing city, I can tell you. And I remember a few stories about Christmas, how people have reinvented themselves. And I particularly think about one good friend of mine. They had to, for reasons, uh, well, it was her husband who had been given an assignment to be in Africa for a couple of years. And this was not in a big city. This was out in the bush somewhere. And I'm sure they had a grocery store somewhere with, like, grocery stores in the country. They have everything in it. And they had already told their children that, well, you cannot expect a Christmas tree. You cannot expect Christmas like back home in Europe. And the kids were okay with that. And they kind of, well, maybe someone said, oh, maybe, you know, miss the tree and all this. But, of course, they knew it was not possible. However, during the Christmas night, between Christmas Eve and Christmas morning, the mother had already planned this. She had found a tree. She had cut the branches to look a certain way. And now she had found all kinds of stuff that she had turned into into Christmas decorations. And she had a stand for it. And there were strings of light around. Not Christmas strings, but, you know, strings of light. She had found that. And now she made this tree with the lights and all those things hanging onto the tree. She had also access to paint, to certain red paint and yellow paint and, you know, paint and gold, I think she even had. And she had now colored those odd Christmas tree decorations in all those colors. And with the lights on, it looked pretty good. I saw a picture of it. And it's amazing how you can reinvent yourself and use your imagination for something just so you can share the feeling of Christmas, of a tradition far, far away from home. I think this is a beautiful story, how you can celebrate Christmas. And another photograph I saw, it was a friend of mine, a good friend of mine here in town. She remembered 
Christmas in her German hometown. She was a child. She and her siblings and the mother were home. The father was probably out. He had been pulled out to fight the war. But she, with the family, they were home. And they had a Christmas tree. This was Christmas Eve. And she said, here we had all those candles burning. And these were real candles. And I saw them on the pictures. And she sat there with her pretty hairdo and a big bow right in the center of her hair. And she said, do you know, bombs were flying all over the city during that night. And she said, how could they not respect Christmas? But this is sometimes what happens, that there are groups out there who have absolutely no respect. But the mother kept Christmas for the children, and it worked out. They were not touched by any bombs, and they could celebrate Christmas. And then we have, who else should I see here? In, oh, this is funny. There's also one of my my friends in Stockholm. She was married to a new husband, but she had been married three times before that. She was a very nice lady, and she kept in touch with all those husbands. <clears throat> and they were all now single, unfortunately, after her. Well, maybe they couldn't find a woman like her. <laughs> That's probably what they all thought. But they were now single, but she kept the friendship with them and all of them. She invited all of them home for Christmas together with her present husband, who was a psychologist, a professor of psychology, and very much of an open mind. And they celebrated Christmas together in love and peace and good food and good drinks. And she said, we had a wonderful time. They had a much better time with her and the new husband and seeing those other ex-husbands than they would have had with themselves alone. So it's very much in your mind, you know, this thing about celebrating Christmas. You have to have this kind of generous and open mind. Not to be stuck up in old feelings. Get rid of those old feelings. So the thing is, don't have any expectations from others. Just see how you can handle yourself. I think that is a very good idea about everything. Don't expect things from others. If people don't come and bring you presents for Christmas, go and buy yourself what you really want for Christmas and wrap it up and have it there for you if you're by yourself for Christmas. It can be so nice when you just set your mind to it. So it's not that you should get stuck in in those old feelings. And I put up my book, Constant Awakening, and I put a little marker here on page 148 and 148 in the book, Constant Awakening. You should read it, by the way. I don't know why you haven't, if you haven't. It says here, be with those who have a positive outlook and who make you feel good. Yes, why should you be with those who make you feel not good? 
This way, you will find more inspiration, more power, and absolutely more happiness. Do you know who you spend time with more than anyone else? You spend time more with you than with anyone else. Has that occurred to you? Yes, you spend time with you. What company are you for yourself and to yourself and with yourself? What kind of company are you? I'm not thinking what kind of company you are with others. You might laugh and be, be you know, full of giggles and, and jokes. But in your heart, with you, you're sad. So that is the biggest reinvention for you this year. Start to make you really, really big company. Big company, big good company, happy company. La, 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 you know, make yourself a happy person to be with. A person who will laugh out loud by herself. I do that. I think I'm pretty good company for me. <laughs> I think I'm good company for others too. That's what people tell me. They say I'm absolutely wonderful to travel with. So, um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I want to travel with you. But I am good with myself. And I don't say that to, to just boast over myself. What I'm saying is it takes a little bit of work to be a good company for yourself. It doesn't come for nothing. It doesn't come for free. Everything has a price one way or the other. And uh, what is another one thing I wanted to look at uh, that is, yes, for this is listen to your own inner voice. This is how the spirit is talking to you. That inner voice that's telling you, oh, I'm boring. Well, what are you going to do about it? Oh, I have to be boring. That's the way I was always. No, you were not. Because we are a creation of the highest good. We are a creation of the white light. Who is the white light? The white light is that utmost, ultimate energy of the universe. And that is positive. That is love and light. That is why it shines. This is the reason why I call it the white light, the light. And it says also in the Bible, you will create in the image of God, of his highest power. Meaning, you are light. You have that light within you. But you have been programmed through times or through your surrounding in a particular faith or belief or you were just not treated nicely, so you put it upon yourself. Because maybe you just had siblings who were not nice to you, but you know, siblings never are nice to each other. So get over it and start to be your very, very own best friend. Because Christmas is in your mind. A good time is in your mind. 
Winning is actually in your mind as well, in your heart, in your imagination. We're going to do a little meditation here in a while, so stay on for that. So throw out all the darkness. This is the way you have to do it for you. So uh, start to be creative one way or the other. Oh, I'm so lonely. I have no friends. I hear this, you know. It seems I'm talking to you people who who have the time to listen to me because usually over Christmas and the days before Christmas, when you're going to have family around, they take time. It's hard work. I cannot... Think of all those Christmases. I've been so tired. At the end of Christmas Eve, I will just almost drop because of all the togetherness and all the cooking and all the charms (laughs) and all the everything. But, you know, the year again comes with Christmas. I do it again and again and again. So there have been times when I have been alone over Christmas for various reasons. And I have enjoyed those times. You can always make something out of it. And why have I been alone? Because of, you know, it could have been studies. It could have been I just simply was in the location where it wasn't worth traveling to family. But then I made an announcement to everyone who wants to be together with me over Christmas. And so many people wanted to. Some people didn't even really quite know what it meant. But it meant like travel. It meant like candles and Jesus, they thought. Well, it doesn't have to mean Jesus. It just means love, joy, 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 and more light. And you can turn it into your very own beautiful tradition. You know what I feel you should do at Christmas time? Before Christmas, write a real, buy a really nice card with meaning to it. And you can buy that long before Christmas. And you write nice things to you, about you. And then you send that card to you in the mail. And you will have forgotten what you have written in that card. And you open that card. First, you will not know who sent that card to you because you will not even recognize the handwriting. You can write it in a different kind of way. Open this little card. Read it. and say, Oh, how nice. And it might come just on the day when you needed to have some good news. And you now put this card somewhere and use it as a decoration. And another thing is, Do the same with someone else. Send them a card. That was how I reunited with my second husband. (laughs) I was just walking in the forest in, in Sweden. And suddenly, you know, I had dated him when I was in my teens and I was a student in Germany. And he was working on his doctorate, so he was a little older than me. And we dated for a while, and then, you know, I went back to Sweden, and he, he, he went to America, I think, to, 
continue his studies there. But then after all those years, and I had already been married now once, now I write him a card. It was October. <laughs> and I send him a Christmas card in October, wondering how he was. He eventually answers, by that time I was in, in London. And I was actually dating someone else. And he sends me a note saying he was going to be in London. Would I be there? And it was before Christmas. And this is how we met again. Then I met him again the following summer. Then we got married just shoops, like that. But you see, if you get little ideas, sending someone a card, someone who is of the past, why don't you do that? It costs you a stamp and a card and a little effort. But there's so many things you can do. And then if you are by yourself or even if you have had the family there and they have all gone to bed and you're just sitting meditating a bit after everyone has disappeared from the Christmas celebrations that you organized, Pull out a piece of paper and thank yourself for what you did for others that evening. And say all the nice things you did because probably no one else would say so. They would say thank you if they would even remember that. (laughs) It's not always that easy to be the head of the family, you know, like the mother of the family. Because everyone expects everything from you and they're thankful and you know they love it and you're doing something good for them. But it's not everyone kind of thinks much about it until maybe when you're dead and then they want to do the same thing for their family. So it's something which is odd about Christmas. This is how tradition moves on. But write yourself a really nice thank you note how good you were and how much you love doing it also because basically you love doing that for others because this time is a time of sharing. Yes, it is a time of sharing and also it's a time of stillness. It's a time of love. It's a beautiful, beautiful time of love and light. And it lives within all of us. And I take a deep breath there because this is the nice thing about this time of the year. You have a little bit more of darkness outside. And you have to bring in the light from the year into your home and into your heart to celebrate it and enjoy it and see for the rest of the year because the spirit of the season actually lives within you and it is what you do with it. So also This is the time if you are more 
you celebrate more quietly. You have had your family, they're all busy all over the place. The one you used to love is not there anymore. So now go back and maybe pull out some photographs of the good times of the past year or the past years. And now go into the good moments of those times and see how rich your life has been. And focus on the good. Now, if you have everything ahead of you, you have a good long life ahead of you. Just make it, you know, write a letter again, how you would like to celebrate your Christmas of the future. And maybe tuck it away. And 10 years later, you find that note again. And you see, oh, this is exactly what happened. Now I have all those things I wished for before. But it's all in the open mind, all in the attitude. So never be kind of concerned that, oh, I can't do that. I want to tell you a little story that happened just this morning. And I'm amazed how I get those messages from the Spirit, just like that at times. Yesterday I had a little bit last night and had come home from some kind of little celebration somewhere. And I came home and the house was kind of empty. And I lit my tree <laughs> and, you know, I sat down and I had a, you know, nice little glass of champagne because I hadn't had that before in the evening because I was driving myself. So now I had my drink and I sat there with a the candlelight and reflected. And somehow I got into some kind of little mood and I felt, oh, well, you know, these were good times. And, of course, I can always create good times around me. But I had come back to an empty house. And it's not necessary that my house is empty all the time. I do bring in life here a lot. But at that moment, it was just a time of reflection. And then all was fine, you know, and I was in a happy mood in the end. And I went to bed. And I had all those nice little affirmations on my lips when I went to bed and put myself in the light, which I do at times, because I know it puts me through the night. And I slept all through the night beautifully. And I woke up in the morning. It was the early morning. And the sun was already out. Well, early morning for me. Because in Florida, you know, the sun it's up and it's so quick. It's like the darkness comes so quickly. And here again, the morning comes so quickly. And I looked out and I saw all those butterflies, all those white butterflies flying around like in, in little clusters. And I thought, oh, wow, all those butterflies kind of dancing in front of me. And I thought, oh, that's a sign. Hello. <laughs> you know, because... Butterflies, they bring in, you know, feelings of, of positive joy. And I saw it as that. So I looked at those butterflies at little friends, which was so nice. And also I felt 
they were like part of the spirit of Christmas with joy and gratitude and sharing. And suddenly I saw one of those butterflies landed on the grass. Well, I was inside and this was quite a bit outside. And it landed there. And it didn't move. And I thought, usually they land on the flower. But then also I heard somewhere that butterfly can in can take in like the taste of things through their legs. So I could think why was that sitting there on there must be something in the grass and didn't move. And I thought, my girl, did it get hurt or what happened? And I just stood there wondering those clusters of butterflies came back and a couple of them flew down to that butterfly in the grass kind of like air rays down and touched it and up again and a couple of those and it still didn't want to go up and fly and they did that and disappeared all of them then the cluster came back again and did the same maneuver again flying down to the other butterfly on the ground and then up again and well, they didn't want to move and I thought I'm going to see it. maybe it, something's wrong where they wanted to lift it up you know, so it could fly again because clearly it moved its wings and so I get you know I was barefoot because you often are barefoot in the morning in Florida so I was going to get my shoes to go out in the wet grass because always it's wet in the morning from, you know, the cool nights and then, the, you know, the mornings are quite warm. And now, as I had done that little trip to get my shoes, it was gone. It had flown up in the air. So somehow it had sent me a message that, hey, we're with you. It, I saw it as a message of peace and love and, and togetherness from the Spirit. We are here with you. And also, this white butterfly represents, they represent the purity and the spiritual transformation. And it also wished me like good luck and prosperity. Well, we can use that, couldn't we, which is nice. So that all those little messages that came through those butterflies to me in that moment. And you know, we should make our life full of good moments. This is what creates a good day. Did you hear that? Create lots of good little moments throughout your day. Because that will make your whole day and the next day and the whole week a good day and a good week. So this is the week before Christmas. And I wish you all the best. Every single one of you. Whatever you celebrate at this time of the year. Have a wonderful day today. And now comes a little meditation of life of the season. So now, begin to relax and relax and relax. You feel more and more in touch 
with something within you that shines, something of love and light that within you. And you take another deep breath. You feel so at ease, so completely at ease now. You know who you are. You're a child of the light. Yes, the light shines within you. And you find more and more peace within you, in your heart. And allow yourself to be free in your mind. And somehow you swirl yourself up among the stars. And you feel the light of the stars twinkling around you. You feel the energy of the stars around you sending your light, sending your light. Yes, I am the shining master of my life. I enjoy my life with my best friend who is me. I am the light within you is your very, very best friend. You love that feeling of love and light within you more and more and more. You feel it ease. You breathe in slowly and you feel so much in comfort. You feel comfortable with yourself. Absolutely comfortable with yourself. You love you. And you feel your body now. You feel your shoulders. And you brush off your shoulders and clear them. You get rid of all old burden of past times. And you brush off your back and feel the lightness of the light taking over around you. You experience the light touching your skin, touching your body. And you begin to feel that light shining in your mind. You love that shiny light within you. This is the truth about you. This is who you truly, truly are. Yes, you are a shiny light. There is that saying, I am the light is your way. And this is your truth about you. This is the higher you. And that part of you is always well. Always at the best of health. 
And that is the one who's going to shine through you right now. You feel it shining through you. You are so at ease, so completely comfortable with you. You are now focusing on the good in your life. You are deciding to improve your life because you are your best friend. You are with you number one all the time. Begin to treat yourself with love and respect. With love and respect. You make your home so pretty and inviting. A home full of love. A home where you're ready to receive. You are at ease now. Very, very much at ease. And now you imagine yourself back on earth again. It's a beautiful summer day. And you're walking through a beautiful garden. A garden so full of flowers. So full of stillness. So full of beauty. And you take a deep breath. You are completely, completely relaxed. And in that garden, you see a tree, a regular tree. However, this tree is decorated, beautiful golden things. It's all in your mind. It belongs to you. And you take it to your heart. And you see this as a gift to you. Of wellness. Of prosperity. Of happiness. Of more good health. And a happy mind. You now learn how to create that happiness in your mind. And you are now willing to share this with others. And you take a deep, deep breath. I am a shiny light. You are proud of being a shiny light. And you take a deep breath. And when I count to seven, you are opening your eyes again. One. You feel so safe and secure. And you feel so well connected to that power within you from now on. One, two, three, four, five. How you love the light. One, two, three, four, five, six. And now number seven, you open up again. And do send me a little note. How you experience 
the light, your way. And be grateful for your life. And don't be afraid of reinventing yourself. This is Helena Steiner Hornstein, www.findingyourinnerlight.com. And you can hear the show all over the place, through my website, through Facebook, through online. Just look it up. It exists all over the place. Have a wonderful holiday, all of you. This is Helena. Bye-bye.